0: oh my gosh guys I really want to talk about this subject but obviously I'm not going to start the pod without greeting you guys because I do have manners so hello guys welcome back to the call welcome back to the call podcast um as always it's great to have you guys here but I really want to talk about this subject because it's been on my mind for the last two to three days or even the last week even um I don't really know but I've been thinking about it a lot and um it's this whole notion of even though I want to do something, why can't I do it? Like, I desperately want to do it, but I physically can't. And basically what made me think about this is, I actually want to wake up early and pray. Um, because I just feel like praying in the morning is good. It's a great way to start your day. Um, but but by early, I don't mean like 7, 8. I'm talking about like 5, 5 6, that type of time. And... um even though I want to do that, it is, I found it, I, I I have been finding it hard because it's not like I won't wake up at the time, I'll wake up at the time but I'll say, mm, I'll turn around and go to bed and because of that, I've been trying to find, okay, what will help me get up, right, so one of the ways I thought that would help me get up is when the alarm goes off at five, I literally will, Um, I will, I only tried this once, I'm not going to lie, but I basically, the, the alarm went off and then I said, Zara, you have to get up because you need to pray. It would be really good if you can pray um because I thought by putting the situation in front of me and saying, oh, Zara, look, you're sleeping, but you should be praying. I would get up, but I didn't get up. But now that I'm saying it out, I think maybe it's what I said. I think I should have been a bit more rough and <laughs> tough with myself and should have said something like, man ought to pray or they'll faint you know that type of that type of lineage might have got me up maybe I'll try it again and let you guys know how it went but because of this issue I've been having um I'm saying issue like I said well to me it's kind of like a deep thing but because of this thing that's been presented or that's presenting itself right now um I've like been thinking a lot about action and what makes a person do something or what would it make a person do something and as I've been thinking about action I was reminded of um revelation the, is it revelations or revelation but I've been right been reminded of the book of revelation so for those of you who don't know the book of revelation is this book um that was written by John who's one of God's disciples and it basically tells us about you know um, Jesus is coming again what that looks like and what basically the end times Um, and a lot of people are afraid to read that, that book. Like, do you know what's so funny when I was in secondary school primary school I think it was secondary school one of the girls I um was in the same form room with she told me the book of Revelation is so scary like I, I hate reading it and then I would I went home and I used that book to frighten my little sister, like, I would use that book and frighten her with it, uh, yeah, it's crazy, but the book, like, obviously being in Christ now, the book actually isn't scary, it's it's um kind of beautiful to read, to, to to see how Jesus is going to come back and what that means for the believer um, and what that means in terms of, you know, the new earth and the new bodies that we will get because, yeah, this earth is going to pass away um but you know we have hope and faith in Jesus and that is what gives me hope for the end times because these things will happen but I will be with my Lord and my saviour or we will be with our Lord and our saviour but anyway let me digress I think that's the word um but let me go back to what I was saying so in the book of Revelation right I was talking about action and inaction in the book of Revelation um what you actually see happen is it's talking about the angels in heaven and how they respond to being around Jesus or how they respond to being yeah around God and as a result of this I came to this conclusion that our action or inaction is based upon the revelation or information that we have right so we either do something because We have information about doing that thing, whether it's good or bad, and then we make that informed decision whether or not to go ahead of it. Or we have information about something, and we make that informed decision of not to do it because of the information that we've received. And the reason why I um got to this place was in um January we did a fast as a church, right? And we were reading the whole book of Revelations, and I remember. Um, one of the women were leading and she was talking about how you know the angels are crying out holy 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 because of what they've seen of God right Um, and so that's in Revelations 4 verses 8 to 11 and and I'm actually going to read it out it says each of the four living creatures had six wings and was covered with eyes all around even under its wings day and night they never stopped saying holy 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 is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne and lives for ever and ever the 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives for ever and ever they lay their crowns before him and say you are worthy oh you are worthy our lord and god to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things and by your will they were created and have their being and so um, I was reading an NIV version if anybody wants to know. But um, yeah, from reading that I was like, Okay, cool. They're receiving information about the Lord, what which is making them worship, right? Because what like what is in other words, I guess my question was what is elicit, eliciting that response from them? And I came to this conclusion it's about the revelation or information they have about Christ. Like they literally before him like they're seeing him so something about seeing this Jesus is what is making them worship him or is what is making these elders fall down and cast their crowns and I likened it to the fact of okay let's say in the natural so in our day-to-day life we see a house on fire we are receiving visual information of oh my gosh this house is on fire that place is dangerous I shouldn't go near it and um as a result of this I went on this whole like rabbit hole or like wild goose hunt or whatever you want to call it I don't know the English you know how people have them um what are these things called idioms I don't know if it's called idiom oh my gosh but sayings yes you know how people have their sayings either way I went on a whole like little thought processing and this was my thought process right I began to think about the woman of the issue of blood Um, and for those of you who don't know this story it was about a woman who was bleeding for 12 years and why this is crazy is if you guys have read the book of Leviticus um, you would know that if a woman was on her menstrual cycle she was seen to be dirty for the period of time that she was on her menstrual cycle so anybody that would go near her or like sit on the bed that she sat on like they would become dirty as well so this woman, so I need you guys to deem this woman has been bleeding nonstop for twelve years. So this means that this woman was isolated because how can she go out in, like, in the public? Because people would think that she's dirty. Do you know what I mean? So this woman has been isolated for twelve years. But upon hearing Jesus is in her town, she leaves wherever she's dwelling and's like, I'm gonna go out to go meet this guy, and when I think of this story, so it's in um, Luke 8 verses 43 to 48, when I think of this story, I'm like, what sent this woman outside? And the only thing that I can think of is she has had information about Jesus or revelation about Jesus that he has the ability to heal. And so she boldly takes herself from wherever she's dwelling, puts herself among people and reaches out and touches his cloak. Just so you guys know for context, Jesus is walking through this town and there's so many people around him. So this is not like an isolated situation. It's not her meeting Jesus one-on-one. No, she had to put herself among people as well in order to do this. Um. So yeah, she goes forth and touches Jesus's cloak and she's healed. And so my you know my what's the word my conclusion was like oh she's had information revelation about Jesus she knows that he has the ability to heal and therefore touches him because yeah but even as i'm saying that now i don't think it is enough to have information and revelation i don't think that's enough to prompt action or in or inaction because you can have information. So I can only talk about myself. I had the information that Jesus died on the cross for me. I, I, and I've been knowing this since I was in primary school, right? I had information that Jesus died on the cross for me from young. I knew it in university. I knew it the minute I got baptized. I got baptized at 19. I knew that Jesus died on the cross for me. But even having that information, that was not enough for me to leave the Sorry, to leave the ways that I was so used to, so even after being baptized i was I was still outside that that like that's the truth like I had one foot in church, one foot in the world. I even remember like two months after being baptized, I got so drunk that I had to leave like my friends had to put me in a cab and send me back home. That's how drunk I got, and I was living this way up until um I want to say 2022 21 22 up until 2022 and then what changed everything for me was Jesus dying on the cross was no longer information for me but became something I believed and it became something that I had a yeah it became something I believed and it came about because I was talking to some guy and he was a Muslim and so you know how it goes. Um, Islam and Christianity appear to be very similar. So, but the 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 one I guess key difference is they don't believe Jesus to be the son of God, but believed him to be a prophet. And so I was talking with this guy, and we were having this whole deep conversation about. No, I can't remember how the conversation went, but either way, he asked me to explain salvation, and so. Oh my gosh. I remember this the thing is, I remember this day so vividly. Um, I was typing to him and the typing was long, so I was like, let me make a voice note. So I press like um we're talking on Snapchat. Yeah. And I don't even know how was, yeah, anyway, we're talking Snapchat. I press records now on the Snapchat and I begin to tell him about salvation. So I begin to say to him, you know, in the beginning, man was with God and we were in harmony. God walked awa- among us. We walked. We walked um among God, but through our disobedience, which was eating the fruit, sin came into the world, and as a result, man and God were separated. Um, and then I went on to say, but God didn't want to be separate. Separated for us, and so He takes it upon himself to pay the price, because if you guys didn't know, um, it says in Genesis somewhere that the wages for sin is death, and God doesn't lie, do you know what I mean, like, so if he says the wages of sin is death, it means that, you know, in order for the price of sin to be paid, somebody has to die, right, and normally it should have been us, But Jesus, in his love and mercy, says, I don't want you guys to die because I love you guys so much. And so um, he sends Jesus in our place and Jesus takes on our sins and Jesus lays on the cross. um, And in doing so, man becomes free. That was probably a really rubbish way of explaining salvation. Um, I'll probably explain it. Better in another pod, but this is what I said to him. But it's crazy because even though how I've explained it to you now, I couldn't do it on the voice note. I was talking and I began to cry. Like, even think about it, it make, it's making me want to cry now. But I began to cry so deeply because for the first time in my life, so I was about, how was that, 23, 22, 23, I don't know. For the first time in my life, I finally understood the cross not only did I understand it, it's like I believed that, I, I literally believed that is what happened and I cried so much, I didn't even, I don't know if I sent, I had to re-record the voice note Um, and it was from that moment I made the decision to no longer walk in the ways of the world but to walk for Christ and so linking back to what I was talking about is not necessarily having information that leads to you know, you getting up and doing something, or you getting up and no longer doing something, I don't think it's information, I actually think it's belief, like, what do you believe? Because you can have the information, not believe the information, and there's various reasons why you don't believe, you, you, you may not believe because you haven't seen, you may not believe because, um, I don't know, pride in your heart, like, you know it's right, but you want to be right, so, like, so I'm not going to believe that, do you know what I mean? There's so many reasons why we don't believe, and I think it's not necessarily our action and our inaction is based on you, on what you believe, and the reason why I say this is, um, I'm an intern at my church, so it basically means that I, um, I'm able to get a background or insight into ministry and how ministries run, and we had one session, where a man came in, guys, if I remember his name, I would actually tell you, but I don't remember his name. He came in, and um, what he said that day rattled me deeply. He rattled me, rattled me, rattled me. And he was basically like, you live how you believe. Essentially, the choices you make, what you choose to do and not do, is based on your beliefs. And as I was just telling that story of the woman of the issue of blood, I was like, yeah, it's not based on information she had is based on what she believed it's literally based on what she believed because okay let's take the pharisees for example right these were people in the bible um who were well versed in the scriptures so well versed in the prophecies and the prophetic words um written about the messiah and you know the the one who was going to come and save them they they knew all these prophetic words they not only did they have that information about Jesus they saw Jesus healing people they knew that Jesus had had authority um over infirmity he had authority to you know talk to the winds and the waves and stuff like that so they they uh, he had authority over you know demonic spirits unclean spirits they've seen these things so they have this information not only from what they've read in the Torah but literally Jesus is before them and yet they still did not believe so they have the information but they didn't believe and so I think everything boils down to your faith and yeah everything boils down to your faith and it's like people can tell you that Jesus is great and Jesus is alive and you know Jesus did this and that this 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 that for them but like I feel like with some people you're not gonna believe that because of you know your own experience in church or um some of you just don't even have that information about Jesus you don't know that Jesus heals you don't know that Jesus has the capacity to do certain things and I guess for some people it's literally like you need to go out and taste and see like you need to go and see for yourself um but even in that it's like I don't know if if I'm even making sense right now I feel like I'm waffling I feel like I'm waffling but even in that I feel like it's not necessarily only you know going out and to see for yourself I think it's like if you really want to know if this Jesus is real it is are you willing to let go of what you believe about him and start on a clean slate do you know what I mean are you willing to right okay cool I've heard that you know this is a white god and uh, Are are you willing to let go of that belief system and you know that stubbornness within you or whatever it may be may not necessarily be that are you willing to let that go and start on a clean slate with him yeah so that's what I wanted to talk to you guys about today I don't even know if, if it even linked to what I said in the beginning but yeah it's not based on information it's based on faith and so I'll end the pod by asking what does how you're living reveal about what you believe